0: Daily Draft Report. Set your EDR to record now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Draft Report. It's Monday morning, and we're going to do something special today. Once again, this is your daily dose of processing information brought to you by Campus to Canton. Make sure you check out our entire family of podcasts, including the Future Freshman, which is actually currently just on YouTube, but still check it out. Check out the Hero Running Back Report, Devi Debate, Chasing the Natty. We got a bunch of good ones. Anything you guys could want, so make sure you check all of those out. And this is our first Monday, so we're gonna first Monday, our Mock Draft Monday. We're gonna do something just a little bit different because I've covered a lot of the a lot of the prospects right now, and I'm kind of getting down to those ones who are probably gonna be Day Two, Day Three guys. And I wanted to do something a little bit different, and we're going to find a mock draft from a very respected person. I'm not going to say who it is from, but he has crazy silver hair, ESPN, kind of crazy, always wears uh the glasses and the big nose and silver hair. Anyways, I don't want to say a name. I guess I can say a name. Screw it. Mel Kiper. All right, we're going to go through his recent most mock, mock draft report just this first round, give you an idea of what the experts think is going to happen and what I think is probably going to happen. So. He's got at 101 the Jacksonville Jaguars taking Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. Uh, that seems to be kind of where the consensus is headed at this point. I'm still not totally sold on that. I still think they'd be better off taking a guy like Evan Neal, or even I still like Came on Thibodeau. So I think probably Hutchinson's getting a little bit more buzz and has a pretty good offseason. So I think Hutchinson might be the pick here, and he's got his ground a little bit he's got his ear to the ground obviously a little better than I do. So we'll, we'll go Hutchinson at one. He's got the Lions taking Kyle Hamilton at two, even though I think pretty much everybody in the Twitter sphere thinks it's going to be Malik Willis. So we'll see. That's going to be a huge turning point there. I actually would not be surprised if the Lions traded it to somebody who wants that quarterback, who wants that Willis, and hopefully get a big old giraffe, big old huge haul. We'll help the Lions rebuild. He's got the New York Jets making the first big, big, big splash, taking Drake London at four. Which I'm sorry, Mel, I love you, but that is not going to happen. So I I would if he Drake London goes at four, I don't know. I will shit a chicken in the words of the Pit Chief's name on Ricky Bobby. There you go. I'm Lincoln. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but Drake landing at four? Crazy. I don't think it's going to happen, man. Next, he has, he skips a couple picks, There's a couple more defensive guys. He has taken Kayvon Thibodeau. The Giants taking them at seven. I think the Giants are a really good landing spot for him. Either you know if, if he falls that far, they would be silly to pass him up. He's got the Atlanta Falcons taking Garrett Wilson, wide receiver from Ohio State. I think that's probably a really good move, even though they don't have a quarterback really per se. I don't know. You know, I I do actually like Marcus Mariota quite a bit, and I think they got to get him some weapons. So you might as well take, who I think is probably the best overall wide receiver in the draft, Garrett Wilson. I think it would be great to build around him and Kyle Pitts for a long time, but it's going to be really hard to pass up a quarterback here. So I I would be stunned if the Falcons did not take a quarterback here. Uh, We're going to go down the draft a little bit here. Um, He's got a nice run here of the Jets at 10 taking Sauce Gardner, the Commanders taking... Derek Stingley Jr. and the Vikings taking Trent McDuffie. The, so three cornerbacks in a row. I think all those are really great picks for those teams in particular. Um, Jermaine Johnson at 6'15 to the Eagles. I think that would be a really good pick. And then he also has the Eagles after that taking Chris Olave from Ohio State. I oh, really can't fault that pick either. I think he will fit right in there and give them a a, a guy who's also pretty darn close to a complete wide receiver. A guy who can stretch the field. A bit, little bit bigger of a guy. So. It is the Eagles' third straight draft, taking a wide out in round one if they do this, but I think they've got to take another wide receiver, especially those three picks. So He's got Kenny Pickett going to the Saints at 18, which I think would not be bad for them, for them to take a quarterback. I'm still not as sure where Pickett's going to fall in this one. I mean, he's got that being the first quarterback off the board at 18, so that would be kind of a shock. I think everybody's thinking it's going to be much earlier than that, and I think there, this doesn't factor in trades, obviously. So I think somebody will trade up and take a quarterback before here. Pickett would be an interesting pick for the Saints, a guy who I think he's probably going to get thrust in the starting lineup right away. I think maybe they, they have the ability to. You know, They just re-signed Winston, so maybe let Winston play for a year and see if he's, you know, give him one more shot, but have Pickett there in the wait, and maybe they can get something out of it. But Pickett there is... is I don't know. I don't know if I like that or not. Uh, He's got the Eagles taking one of my favorite players, Devin Lloyd, at 19, which I think would be a great spot for him. And he's got, I think, pretty much everybody's sexy pick here. The the Pittsburgh Steelers taking Malik Willis at 20. Uh, I don't think Malik is going to make it to the 20th, but if he does, the Steelers, I think, would snap him up in a heartbeat. I could see them, honestly. I mean, I know they're kind of in love with this guy, but I think Corral would be a really good choice there as well. Uh, another guy who's mobile, not as flashy. But I think either one of those guys would give them a quarterback to build build for a long time with. Because, you know, Mason Rudolph's not the answer. Dwayne Haskins is not the answer. I obviously don't think Mitchell Trubisky's the answer either. But give him a stopgap. You know, someone who can, you know, start for a year or two and, and give whoever they do select room to grow and learn the game. Jameson Williams going 21 to the Patriots, which would be a very interesting very, very interesting move there, and a, something they need very much, and possibly something that could finally seem to break this. I don't know. It feels like the it's been a long time since the Patriots have had a really good wide receiver, and Nikhil Harry was their shot at it. I think it made him a little gun shy, but Jameson Williams there is it would be a great pick, and it would help Mac Jones out a ton in his growth. So, um, twenty-five, the Buffalo Bills taking Jahan Dotson, which would be kind of a surprising. Um, I don't know if that's a great pick. I think I think they have some other needs, and I bet they could go much much later and get Dotson. So it, it just seems like an odd pick, you know. They, they did release Cole Beasley. They brought in Jameson Crowder, you know, who can kind of fill that role, which is where Dotson would probably be the best at. So I don't quite understand it. I think he's an explosive playmaker, obviously, but I'm not sure if I love that pick there. And 27, he's got Brees Hall taking. Brees Hall going to Tampa Bay, which I think is probably the sexiest most pick most consistent pick you see on mock drafts is, is Brees Hall going to Tampa Bay, even though they re signed Leonard Fournette. I, I think they really need a running back in the future there. And he's become Brees Hall's become the number one back in this class. And I think the Buccaneers would possibly go this way. It's hard to say what they'll do. You know, who knows what that team will do now. So I mean I, Leaning on Leonard Fournette's a good move, but I'm not cur- I'm not sure that's the best long term answer. And I think Brees Hall's probably a little bit better all around back, so we'll see. Uh, that's kind of one that I'm kind of on the fence for. I kind of like it, kind of not sure. Twenty eight, Green Bay Packers. I mean, after having so many wide receivers go, you'd think they have to take a wide receiver here because if they wait till the second round, they're going to end up with who knows what at wide receiver. And to get Traylon Burks at twenty eight is. It's just amazing. So I think it'd be an awesome pick for them. It would obviously fill their biggest need, and it would be an amazing, amazing pick for Aaron Rodgers, a guy that can, you know, get those jump balls on the outside and can stretch the field, has great run after the tackle ability, you know, breaks tackles, runs past defensive backs. I think he's just, he would be an amazing fit there. Anybody they have, it would be anybody in the draft that Wide receiver, it would be an amazing fit, especially when you talk about these first five or six guys. And if they can end up with Burks in it, I mean, I think Burks will then make a case for the number one wide receiver in this draft, and I think he'll shoot up draft boards because he's just anybody that comes into that offense. So he's got nicobe Dean going twenty ninth to Miami, which I think is a pretty good pick there. Um, I love Dean quite a bit. A little bit smaller guy, but I think he's just a beast. He he's a playmaker, wear the dot. He's a smart, smart defensive player. Uh George Carlaftis, defensive end of Purdue, it would obviously help the Chiefs a lot. And the final pick of the first round, I love this. Matt Corral to the Detroit Lions. So if the Lions were to get Corral here at 32, I think that's a great move. They can let him sit behind Goff and you know learn. And I think it's just a it would be a really smart move. If for some reason Corral was gone, Howell I think would be a pretty decent move for them also. Another really good mobile quarterback that can sit behind go off and learn so I would prefer Corral but Howell would be a really good fit here too and I think the Lions also have you know a a pick real soon in the second round too so one of those has to be a quarterback I think in order for them to take the next step so that's my first look on my first mock draft Monday kind of give you an idea of what the experts are saying and you know we hear so much on the Twitter sphere, so much overreaction that sometimes we kind of need to step back a little bit and see what the experts these guys are dialed in with the nfl i don't love some of these picks but you know you think obviously Kuiper knows more than me or any other joe Smo that just calls himself a draft analyst so (laughs) it's one of those things man so i i love it i love some of them and i think some of them are probably pretty good but obviously there's going to be trades and there's going to be chaos so thank you everybody for listening we got what one month till the draft crazy crazy Got some good shows for you this week. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.